How many times have you wondered if you still love your husband the same way you did before? How many times have you misbehaved with your children and told them that you don't love them anymore? Maybe they didn't act the way that you expected. How often do you think you shouldn't be so nice to others because they don't fulfill your standards? Unmet expectations as well as conditional love. These are inextricably linked together. What if you knew there was a good solution to all of these problems, Mama? So, let's cuddle our emotions and logic together today. Let us discuss the conditionality of our love for our loved ones. Be the best version of yourself, Mama. I'm Mahsa Rezaei and welcome to Mama Nest, a nest for mother moms who are eager to achieve a simpler, more intentional life. In this podcast, we're going to rewrite the script and reinvent the culture of motherhood together. Remember, becoming a mother is the beginning of our prosperity, not forgetting ourselves. A fulfilled, healthy, confident and productive mom is all we need to be to guarantee our family's future. I'm on a mission to make you feel empowered and less overwhelmed. We'll focus on productivity, parenting, mindfulness, minimalism, sustainable lifestyle, financial awareness, besides family wellness. I'm here to help you broaden your horizon and gain clarity on showing up as your best mama self. So let's build you up today. Let's dive into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Mamanist podcast episode, podcast episode number 37, which we're going to talk about the conditionality of our love for our beloved ones, like our family members, our husband, our children, our parents, I don't know, everyone who we love. And um, at the end of this podcast episode, we're going to get emotional. We're going to have a mindful practice. So for those of you who have missed the, the mindful practices of Momentous Podcast. So wait until the very end of this podcast episode because we're going to have um, very good times at the end of this podcast episode. So let's get to our topic um, about conditionality of our love. In the very first place, I think that we need to clarify what is conditional love and what are the signs of conditional love in our life so that we can understand the problem clearly. Okay, uh, if you never feel good enough in your relationships, you maybe have conditional love. What do I mean by that? Well, you feel that you're not a good mom, you're not a good wife, and um, you're constantly blaming yourself or blaming others because of not having a good quality relationship. So in this way, it seems that you are conditionally loving others or you think that others conditionally love you. So this is one of the main signs of conditional love. Or you may feel burnout over a relationship because you're constantly thinking about the expectations, the expectations of yourself from others and expectations of others 
from you and this is oh my god very frequent a lot of us are struggling with this and we're constantly thinking that well what do they expect if i do this maybe my husband think this if i if my husband does this it means that okay well he, he doesn't love me and we're constantly thinking about this we're constantly i mean sticking to the expectation part of our relationships and it feels us feel fatigue in our relationship, feels us feel that we are tired of the relationship, even if it is with our husband, with our children, with the ones that we love them. So this is the second sign of the conditional love. Or the third one, you feel unsafe in your relationships. You feel unsafe in your relationship. You feel that um, you're not... I mean, you're, you're not having a very, I mean, uh, safe relationship with your husband because it's going to be um, deteriorated if you do not meet his expectations. Or it's, it's going to be something like vice versa. Your husband might feel not safe with your relationship. So this is also one of the most frequent signs of the conditional love. The fourth one is that you express love in public but not in private. And this is, I don't know how I can express it, but this is very, very important these days, especially with the use of uh, social media and that people are like um, expressing their love in the Instagram, in the social media platforms, and whenever they're private, I mean, whenever they're alone with each other, they don't have anything to express because they don't think that they love each other. Just they want to express um, that to others that, okay, we are feeling great, we're loving each other. I don't mean that if someone expressed um, his or her love in public, it means that they don't love each other, I mean, uh, deep down their heart. But it may be one of the signs of conditional love. Um, so you may find a lot of examples out of this, I mean, very uh, sign of expressing love in public, but not in private. Even it can happen about our children. When someone comes to our home um, as a guest, we are very kind to our child. We are uh, constantly expressing our love to them, but when we are alone with our children, we don't do that. So it means that we're conditionally loving them. Um, one of the other signs is that um, we behave bad with our kids because they're not behaving good enough. For example, um, it happens for me some weeks ago. It is um, one of the very, very painful experiences of experiences of mine that someone came to our house and my kid was not really comfortable with them and so started nagging started crying and it literally screwed up the I mean party or the, the kind of gathering that we had and um, you know um, deep down my heart I was really mad at my kid um, I didn't express it to her I didn't express it to anyone but I was thinking about why is she doing that and I was you know deep down my heart I was thinking about maybe she didn't um, need to do that why she's doing that why what is her problem you know um, after I thought about it I understood that it's nothing wrong with her 
um, it's nothing wrong with the guest. It's nothing wrong with me. It's just about the fact that I'm expecting her to behave at a, I mean, a level or standard that maybe others think it is good, or maybe I think it is good. But and if she doesn't, I mean, uh, meet my expectations, I may feel that I don't like her, or, or I may feel that um, I don't know these bad feelings that come to you. But um, what are these expectations? What are these standards? Who def defined them? Maybe she had some problem at that time that she didn't want to. I mean, she couldn't do another thing to express it. This was her only way. I mean, crying and nagging and stuff like that. So it made me feel deep about the unconditional love and the conditionality of, our, of my love that it made me to go and um, talk about it in mom tech number 26 so if you haven't heard about it please go and grab that uh, mom tech number 26 i talk about all of the detrimental outcomes of an of uh, conditionality of our love to our children in their future it made them feel um not confident enough in their future and a lot of other bad income uh, outcomes so you can go and grab that and listen to that later so this was one of the other signs um the next one is that you're highly judgmental judgmental of your relation of of uh, the quality of your relationship with your husband what do they do what don't they do your children your parents everyone who you love or you're always comparing what you brought to the table and what do they brought to the table. For example, this is very true in our relationship, for example, with our friends, with our neighbors. You do something for them and you expect that you they they return in return they do something for you. And you're constantly comparing what you have brought and what they brought. It means that you're conditionally loving them. Or you label yourself as a perfectionist whenever something happens and you feel bad or unsafe in a relationship. You say that, okay, well, that's because I'm perfectionist. That's because I'm, I'm constantly trying to be perfect. Uh, but you don't know that maybe deep down your relationship, there is something named as conditionality of loving others. Uh, well, one of the other signs is that you talk negatively about others of um, how bad they are but how good are you and this maybe happen some of the times in our lives that um, we judge others and we think negatively about others okay if they do not compensate for me it means that they are bad um, and I'm sure that you know what I mean in any relationship that we have with our husband with our children with our friends so um, what are the other signs is that you might have unreasonably high expectations of everyone. I mean, high expectations out of um, the, I mean, relationship that you have with your children, everything with your husband, with everyone. High expectations are very detrimental and we should do something for that. Um, and the last sign that, that I found for the conditionality of love is that you don't acknowledge other people's attempts and achievements. For example, your husband do something for you in order to surprise you with your birthday, but because you have expected um, him to do something extraordinary and you had a very high standard or expectations out of him, then you might um, 
don't you you might not acknowledge um, his attempts and then that means that you're conditionally loving him if he do something extraordinary you love him if not you don't so these were signs of conditionality over our love and we may not be something like um, zero or one in this definition but we may be somewhere in the spectrum I mean, not at the very end, not at the very beginning of the spectrum, but somewhere in the middle. And we all know about our situation um, and our level of conditionality of love with our, I mean, beloved ones. So knowing that, let's get to the definition of conditional love and unconditional love. Conditional love means the type of love that is based on conditions or circumstances that a person feels need to be present to give love to someone else. So conditions and circumstances are highlighted. And in contrast, unconditional love means love without condition, means that you can love others when other people are at their highest or at their lowest it doesn't really i mean differ just take for example in the example that i told you for my personal experience with my uh, daughter uh she did something that i didn't like at that moment that i felt like a little bit shy um that i felt that maybe um the, the everything that i managed uh, that everything that i planned for that gathering is getting ruined so i didn't feel good at that time i felt like um deep down my heart i didn't like her to do so uh so if i say that i don't like her at that moment it means that i'm conditionally loving her because at that time she's at her lowest i mean um, at her lowest in my standards for example I don't like her or uh, and when she behaved like a, a very sociable person I feel perfect I feel that I love her so if I do that it means that I conditionally love her but all of us moms know that we unconditionally love our children because oh my god they're the most precious creatures in the world for us so maybe comparing the love to our children can make us understand about the unconditionality of love, that it is possible to love someone unconditionally, love like the love of God to the creatures, uh, like the relationship that we have with our God. Everything that we do, uh, if it is mistake or if it is error, um, still our God loves us. So it happens in our relationship with our children too. We're unconditionally loving them, but some of the times we forget about that and we need to fix that. And it can happen in our relationship with our husband as well. So this was about the definition of conditional and unconditional love. So what are the detrimental outcomes of conditional love? I can tell you the detrimental, um, I mean, outcomes or, uh, um, the uh, kind of bad things that happen out of conditional love from three perspectives from the perspective of you your children and your husband or other people that um, are part of this relationship with you i think that for you i mean for me and you it's heart-wrenching it's um soul-destroying 
it's like something that constantly make you feel bad about yourself. You know, let's be real, it's very painful to conditionally love someone and you're constantly feeling bad in your relationship because you have some expectations or, or anything. So um, let's call it it's painful for you before anybody else. What about your children? If they're loved by you conditionally, what will happen to them? Please go and listen to Mom Talk number 26. You can have access to that in our Instagram page, in our YouTube channel. That um, I link all of them in the description box um, of this podcast episode. Um, I've explained all about the outcomes, the bad outcomes of that for our children in that Mom Talk. But just take... Uh, the most important part of it, which was it's very deteriorating for them, uh, especially for their future, because it causes lack of confidence for them. And it's very, very bad for their future. So, yeah, at the side of your children, if they think and if they feel that you love them, if you if they do, for example, something standard, if they meet your expectations, and if not, you're not going to love them, then it's very detrimental for your children. Not only for the present, but also for their future. And what about your husband? Your husband, because most of the times our husband don't know what's the problem with us or what's the problem with him that they're experiencing this cold relationship. And this can be true about the relationship with our friends, with our parents, everyone that we feel that ex uh, we have expectations in our relationship with them. So it can happen to anybody that we love them. Okay, considering the detrimental outcomes, we can know that, well, that's not good. <laughs> okay, that's not good, I know that. But what is the solution? Um, when I wanted to write down the solutions for these problems, uh, I understood that all of them are in the same category. And I find that um, maybe one sentence can help us. Maybe one, I mean, concept can help us to, I mean, tackle all of these problems at once. And that's mindfulness. And I'm going to just tell you a kind of systematic approach, like always. But, you know, the gist of that is about mindfulness. But what are the steps? Let's get to the first step. I think that, first of all, we need to acknowledge the reality that other people can never meet your expectations at the level that you think it's good. Other people can never meet your standards. So what can help you to feel better in your relationships? What can help you to have better relationship with your husband, family, children, and everyone? You know, there is nothing that you can change from their side, but there is something from your side. You know, the reality is that there is nothing outside of you that can ever enable you to have better relationships. Everything is within you. Everything exists in you. And you shouldn't ever seek anything outside of yourself. So considering that, let's get to the meaning of love. Love is 
I think, you know, from my own experience and from my own definition is that love is when you are at your best, even when other people are not at their best. So it, it is the case about your relationship with your husband, with your children and anyone. So what do we need to do in order to, I mean, change our path from conditional love to unconditional love? The first thing is that you need to know that you need to take the full responsibility of your relationship from your own side, acknowledge the reality that there is nothing that can be changed from others. Um, in the parenthesis, they might be something that we need to do, for example, for our husband to feel better. I mean, I mean something that my husband needs to do in order, in order for me to feel better in my relationship. But I cannot guarantee that that can happen. I cannot guarantee that my children always meet my expectations. I cannot guarantee them, but I can do something for myself. And from my own side, I can guarantee that. I can work on myself day after day after day. So acknowledging the reality is the first step. And in the second step, I want you to write down your emotional expectations from everyone that you're in relationship with and see how logical those expectations are. And then you can judge, you can judge how, I mean, how, how logical they are. Because some of the times when you write down the emotional expectations, you know, this uh, practice is one of the practices that we have in our workshops in Mama Nest, um, that we write down what do we expect from others uh, emotionally. And when we write them down and we see them, maybe some of those expectations are the ones that we even don't, I mean, do them in our relationship with that person. Take it, for example, for our husband's relationship. Um, some of the times we expect them to do something that we don't even do them for, uh, for him. So maybe writing them down can help us to be more logical around this. Uh, so please do that about your children, your husband, everyone that you are in a lovely relationship with and you think that you may have conditional love I mean with them this is a very important step and in the third step I want you to write a letter or a note I don't know or a text to them and maybe explain them um, about what you have been through and how you love them okay um, we all know that some of the times we do something uh, that is not that much good. I mean, we are not behaving that much appropriate some of the times. Um, we love them. For example, we love our husband from the deep down of our heart. But some of the times we do something that it doesn't demonstrate our love to them. They, they might not feel that we are loving them. So um, every once in a while, it's very good to explain them that we love them. Explain them maybe we are doing something mistakenly. That maybe that we are expecting something out of standard out of them. So if you have understood that you had um, some high standards for yourself that were not logical in your emotional relationship with someone you can write it down and acknowledge it because acknowledging that can help the other person at the other side of your your relationship to understand you to feel that okay this relationship is important for you and uh, to 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 just make this relationship more fresh so writing a letter is something that 
you know, helps me a lot of times. Even some of the times I write a letter to my daughter, um, even, um, you know, she's, she's only three years old and she cannot um, read, obviously, but maybe, uh, you know, that helps me to express my feelings, to embrace my feelings at that time. And um, maybe in the future, she can uh, read them all. And also, um, you know, it helps me kind of feel that, okay, uh, I understand that. Okay, I, I know that I need to compensate. I know that I, for example, conditionally loved her. And then I need to do that, uh, do something in order to, to just act in a better way. Okay, that was one of the other steps and why I say writing a letter because some of the times talking about um, how conditionally we love other people is very hard for us to acknowledge uh, in person I mean talking talking about that in person but writing down is a very safe way of embracing our feelings of telling what is in, in our heart and also it's a very thoughtful way because when we write down the letters um, it makes us feel like more mindful of what we are writing down, of, of what we are saying. But when we are talking, maybe it leads to some little, uh, I mean, uh, bad feelings here and there. So writing a letter is a very safe and very, I think, sacred way of embracing our feelings. And the fourth step, I think, is that um, we should try to start communicating with our beloved ones i mean like our husband our children or anyone that some of the times it's it's normal it's the life that it happens that um we feel we don't like or we don't love their behavior or anything and we think that for example they need to do or behave in a better way so we need to communicate with them we need to talk about what we think or what do we expect from them and um, it's a very, very great, I mean, art, art of communicating and negotiating with others in a way that is not detrimental, but helpful in a way that doesn't let, I mean, others to be mad at us uh, in a very calmful environment. It's very important to be able to do that. And we need to start communicating with others. Most of the times our husband, our poor husband doesn't know even what's going on our, about our expectations or anything. So we need to start doing something and no one can know better than you that what is the best communication, I mean, method for each person. I mean, like for example, with my child, maybe it's a good way to communicate with her during the, um, I mean, quality times that we have together when we're playing together or when we are, for example, um, going to the daycare together and we're talking about different stuff. In the meanwhile, we can talk about something that we wanted to tell her. Or uh, with our husband, when when everything is good and we know how how to start talking with, I mean, uh, our husband to tell about our expectations or stuff like that. So we know about the best method of communication and we just need to, I mean, use it strategically and in a very good way. And um, the fifth step, I think, is that we need to try to express our feelings more often, like express 
why we're sad at, uh, at, at anybody that we have a relationship with instead of simply saying that we don't love them or simply getting angry at them. Okay, explaining the reason that we don't like something or we don't love something is very helpful. For example, consider that instead of telling my child that I don't love you because uh, I don't love you, you know, we can say that I don't like your action or your behavior because uh, we can, and, and, and at the end we can, I mean, try to convince her that, okay, that behavior might not be good. Okay, the reason, the justification that we have for our feelings or our sadness is very important to be transferred to the person because otherwise they feel that they, you don't love them, um, I mean, generally, okay? So when we are, for example, um, uh, telling our husband that uh, I don't love you anymore or we are, I mean, acting or behaving in a way that uh, like we're angry at him and he feels that he's in a cold relationship with us, um, maybe we can simply tell him what is the reason that we don't feel good. And at that way, he can come uh, to a conclusion and he can do something in order to refresh this relationship. So expressing our feelings and expressing why we are feeling that way instead of simply saying that we don't love them or simply behaving in a way that we don't love them is the best approach, I think. And uh, the sixth step that I think we need to work on is that we don't ever think that we cannot compensate. Sometimes we think that, okay, we goofed up. We didn't have good behaviors with others. Uh, like, for example, after listening to this podcast episode, you might think that, well, um, yeah, I now understood that I didn't, I mean, have a good relationship with my children or husband or I did very bad, very, very bad things. And so uh, you might feel that it's too late to compensate. But I'm here to tell you that it's not... It's, it's never too late. It's not a one and done thing that you can, I mean, compensate it or do it. But um, it's, it's something that um, can very easily be, I mean, repaired. Your relationships can be easily be refreshed. Um, and the warmth of your relationships can be returned back uh, very easily with very simple steps here and there. And all you need to do is to get started and do something for that. Um, and for example, after listening to this podcast episode, you might feel that, okay, I need to do something. You write down everything for yourself and you plan for yourself. But after a while, you might forget about it. I'm here to tell you that, yeah, that happens. That happens a lot. We might forget about the I mean, the fact that, that, that we need to unconditionally love our beloved ones. We might forget about the fact that we need to take the full responsibility of our relationships. We might forget about the fact that we do not need to expect others to meet our, I mean, uh, high standards. But at least we can remind ourselves every once in a while. So take notes for yourself. Remind yourself. Maybe any time that you made others to feel that you conditionally love them after any behavior or any reaction to your child's behavior, after any, I don't know, anything that your husband done and uh, you felt like you don't like him anymore and he understood that, okay? We know, I think that we, deep down our heart, we know that 
um, like for example, now we are expressing others that we are conditionally loving them, and we need to do that, do do something in order to refresh our relationship. So, um, let's recap. We have been uh, through the some of the signs of unconditional and conditional love, and we understood that most of the times we're conditionally loving other people. We've been um, walking around the definition of conditional and unconditional love, um, and we talked about the detrimental outcomes of conditional love for ourselves, for our children, our husband, or anyone that we have a lovely relationship with. And uh, about the solutions, I told you that everything is around mindfulness, but there are some of the steps that I just um, assume it as a systematic approach. And those were, first of all, acknowledging the reality that we cannot, I mean, uh, change anything from the other people's side. Uh, and other people can never meet our highest expectations. So there is nothing outside of ourself that can help us to refresh our relationships, but everything is within us. Um, in the second step, I wanted you to write down your emotional expectations from others and see how logical they are. In the third step, I wanted you to write a letter or note to the people um, that you love and maybe explain how you love them. In the fourth step, I wanted you to try uh, to start communicating with others and taking full responsibility of your side in any relationship that you have. Um, in the fifth step, I wanted you to try to express your feelings more often, like um, express why you're sad at them instead of simply saying that you don't love them anymore. And in the sixth step, I wanted you to uh, don't ever think that you cannot compensate and to just know that it's never too late to refresh a relationship. You just need to start. And so I hope that this podcast episode uh, blessed you in any ways. At the end, um, in order to make you a little bit uh, more aware and more mindful of the fact that um, you're unconditionally loving your beloved ones, like your children, like your husband, and as this podcast is specifically for moms, but other people are also welcome, very welcome in this podcast, I want to do a mindful practice for you. And that's um, singing one of the most frequent lullabies that you used to sing for your children when they were a kid, when they were very small. And so remember about those good feelings that you had with themselves. And so remind yourself how you love them unconditionally. How deep is your relationship with them? And you may do something, I mean, some um, similar mindful practice like this about your relationship with your husband. Like listening to a very, I mean, favorite song of yours i mean your husband and you that you have a lot of memories with them uh, i don't know do whatever you can do in order to remind yourself how much you love them and at the very end i'm gonna sing a very i mean memorable lullaby that i used to sing for my daughter in order to just break the ice for you and to just help and at the end, I'm going to sing a very memorable lullaby that I used to sing for my 
daughter in order to just break the ice and to help you to just go over it and remind yourself about those good moments that you had with your husband or with your child and about the depth of your love with them so please listen to that and then after that maybe you're gonna sing the lullabies or or the song or the music that you used to I mean uh, listen to with your husband with your children and remind about those very very brilliant moments that you had together and maybe you need to do something in order to refresh your relationships from now on thank you thank you all for being um, here with me and hanging out with me i'm so sorry that this podcast episode was this much lengthy i uh, was supposed to do it like in a very shorter version but you know this topic i think it was really important and so i couldn't really summarize it in less time so let's together go over the lullaby and have a very lovely day ahead of you goodbye How I wonder what you are Up above the world so high Like a diamond in the sky When the blazing sun is gone When he nothing shines upon Then you show your little light Twinkle, twinkle all the night Then the traveler in the dark Thank you for your tiny spark. He could not see which way to go if you did not twinkle so. In the dark blue sky you keep and often through my curtain peep. For you never shut your eye till the sun is in the sky. Tis your bright and tiny spark lights the traveler in the dark though i know not what you are twinkle twinkle little star